Quest, Atlanta radio station, 1160 AM, your Atlanta Catholic radio. We are here in the studio with Steve and Christine and Rachel Ross. Rachel Ross. Yes, we're at a new hour and we want to thank all of those who have donated on the first hour. We're off to a great start with our new hour, and we want are inviting you to call in 470-508-1160. We're here this morning talking about saints, saints that are our heroes, saints that have inspired us, a lot like the quest, which is so encouraging and so inspiring to us. Mm-hmm. Rachel, do you uh, want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, uh, well, I'm an Atlanta, well, Roswell uh, resident. Um, I have a husband and three adult kids. Um, we go to St. Peter Chanel. Um, my two youngest are still home. And so uh, one's in college and one's still figuring out what he wants to do. And so uh, all four of us go to St. Peter Chanel and we really love it there. Mm, wonderful. And, and how did you come to know about the quest? Um, well, Going to St. Peter Chanel and being so close in proximity to the offices here, uh, I, re- I remember when they, they actually started talking about the radio station coming together, and they were looking for people that would help support it, and um, we just heard all of that news, and I remember wanting to give as soon as I found out about it, just because I really believe strongly in Catholic radio and Catholic media in general, because I'm a convert, and um, it's critical. I mean, it's like literally what brought me to the faith. Mm. Well, tell us a little bit more about that. How is it that it brought you to the faith? Is it the is it the Catholic media that had a role in that? Yeah, like so. One of one of my favorite ways to um, engage with the quest is I love on- the on demand feature, um, and I love to go back and listen to shows when I can listen to them because it's. Hard- I have an older car, so I can't get great reception in my car. And um, so I'll stream it sometimes. And <clears throat> I'll go back and listen to shows like uh, The Journey Home, which was a big one for me. And, and I was listening to that long before Catholic Radio was here in Atlanta. Like, I would watch it on EWTN. Mm-hmm. And I love that you still have it, because that's really how I listen to it, is through the Quest app. And... Um, so Catholic media, when I was searching, I grew up uh, Presbyterian, and then my family had this whole evangelical experience at a Billy Graham crusade. I mean, like, mm. it couldn't be more of like a Christian trope, right? But in a good way. I mean, it was a really fascinating and amazing thing. I mean, Billy Graham was an amazing preacher. And so, um, but what happened was you fast forward, and my mom got cancer when she was 53 and it ended up taking her life which is weird because I outlived her two years ago which was strange Mm. and um, I missed her so much and as a Presbyterian we don't have communion of the saints right we there's no engaging with the heavenly the church triumphant at all right and Mm. so um, I missed her a lot and a close friend was like who was Catholic was like you know you could you could become Catholic. You don't have to, you could talk to your mom, right? And I was like, who becomes Catholic? I mean this, seriously. Um, uh, And she goes, well, we have a thing called RCIA and people actually come into the church. And I was like, you're kidding. I thought that they left, right? And I know, sadly, unfortunately, they do. And so I remember when she left, I went running up to my, uh, where my computer was and I was like, people becoming Catholic, right? Is that real? And that's when I found the Coming Home Network. And then I found out that Marcus Grodi was on this channel called EWTN that I didn't know existed. And then I was hooked. And it was so funny because Bishop Fulton Sheen, the Venerable, um, who's probably one of my favorite saints, saints to be, um, said, what was his quote about millions hate the Catholic Church, but not a hundred do that really know what she stands for or something that I expect. I'm mm-hmm. butchering it, I know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And wow, is that true? It's completely and totally true. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I was blown away by how much I was missing that God was giving me being um, an evangelical. Like, blown away. That's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting um, to hear you say that, uh, Rachel, because I... I I've often thought the Catholic 
church has so much to offer for if you're if you're interested in history it's there if you're interested in art it's there if you're interested in um a deeper communion with the lord it's there Mm -hmm. through literally receiving him in body and blood yeah It just, no matter what your interest is, no matter what your heart yearns for adventure, we were talking about adventure in the last hour. Uh, If you're someone that loves adventure, you always love something new. If you're an intellect, Mm -hmm. I mean, you want to be challenged mentally. Yeah. It's it's there. That's another saint that was critical to my um, coming to the faith, and we just celebrated his feast day with St. Um, uh, John Henry Newman and um, his story of and and he lived such a long time right so and it was like from the beginning of the 1800s to the almost 1900s so like half of his life he lived as that Anglican uh, priest and was trying with that via media was trying to find that that middle way um, between the Catholics and the Anglicans and um, and then uh, was on a retreat, I think, you know, and a silent retreat of his own and realized, what am I doing? I'm literally writing about Catholicism. There, there's, I can't find that via media because what, right, we joke that the Episcopalians and the Anglicans are supposed to already be that in a weird way, you know, out in the culture. And then he was like, no, it's it's the church. Mm-hmm. And um, that that was really huge. Like another quote of his was to be deep in history is to cease to become Protestant, and that is absolutely true. And that's why I I believe, too, you're talking about media and the impact that media has had on your life, Rachel, which yeah. is obviously Huge. very significant. And that is why we are so pro the quest, and we are just inviting people to help with this pledge drive by calling 470-508-1160 because as we have been talking about the last hour and we'll continue talking about this hour it's when you tune in that you receive these these different inspirations it's this education it's this intellectual stimulation yeah and it's no surprise then that people have said that the quest has has really helped them in life it's helped them become active it's helped them answer some tough questions that they're maybe facing from friends or family um but it's helped them grow in communion like Mm -hmm. you rachel with the saints so that you can be in communion with with your mother yeah yeah. And I just, we, I just, what's funny is that I think um, St. John Henry Newman's feast day is the 9th, October 9th, and the 21st anniversary of my mom's death was October 8th. Mm. And so, you know, I was able, I mean, I talked to her whenever, right? And even though we were Protestant, and I know how Catholics see Protestants as our separated brethren, right? It's not a, like, I was absolutely anti-Catholic before I was Catholic, right? Like, that's that's the headspace I was in. Like, I was trying to drag Catholics out of the church, you know? And so um, it's great that God kind of kicked me off my high, high horse and said, hey, guess what you're doing? Um, uh, but uh, I know that my mother, w- within the context of everything that she knew, loved the Lord Jesus Christ so much right and so god sees our hearts and um when she was dying right she just kept saying i want to i want to go be with jesus i'm ready Mm -hmm. you know and she didn't want to leave us at 53 i can't even imagine i think about what she must have been thinking because i was very close to her now that i am that age Mm -hmm. and so um you know i talked to her because i'm i'd like to think i'm pretty sure she was there because that's all she was thinking about in those last days, yeah. being with her Lord. And so, um, yeah, uh, Catholic Radio, especially especially this app, is just so great because I love listening to the stuff on demand. Mm-hmm. And I'll go back and I'll listen to, like, old Journey Home because I still want to hear that stuff. And I still he- love hearing about people's stories. 
if you just if you're just joining us you this is our pledge drive on the quest we are you're saying well where's my regular programming well this week we are doing three days of pledge drive and we're asking you to help us continue this work and so we're asking you to give us a call at 470-508-1160 or 470-508-1160 you can also give online at the quest atlanta Dot com. I want to thank a couple of folks here. We've had some phone calls this hour <clears throat> and a couple I think that we missed that I didn't thank last hour yet. So Mary, uh, thank you for giving us a, sh- a shout. She called in and she says, uh, for Kathy, great work, dear friend. And I think Kathy was our guest last hour. So Mary, thank you for that. And Don and Julie also call, uh, called in uh, in honor of Kathy's pro-life work um, <clears throat> from Floyd Knobs, Indiana. So thank you for that call. Christine, Thank you for your gift. And uh, also Larry and Lynn called in. And uh, and Nicole, they called in that number, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or online at thequestatlanta.com. And Nicole called in and gave a monthly gift. Nicole, thank you so much for responding to that. Uh, we've been talking about that this morning, folks. A monthly gift is a great way to give first fruits and to continue to be a a steady supporter of the quest and a reminder that anybody who gives on the monthly level, you're going to get a quest mug and also your name is going to put it into a drawing for a beautiful piece of artwork. So join us uh, this hour uh, and any hour, but especially this hour with a, a pledge, a monthly pledge uh, online, thequestatlanta.com or four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Yes, and we're here talking with Rachel, and we are having a wonderful conversation mm-hmm. about uh, the Quest media in general, the mm-hmm. impact that it has had on her life. And Rachel, you were sharing about with your mother um, mm-hmm. passing on and your conversion to Catholicism, that it has enabled you to stay close to her in community mm-hmm. with the saints. And I... I love that story that you shared. I, my uh, grandmother, who was such a faithful woman of the rosary, she actually passed away on October 7th, which is oh, the wow. feast of our holy rosary. Yeah. And it, it just goes to show that, um, you know, the Lord is really, um, he hears those uh, desires of our heart. And for her, the desire of her heart was to be close to her mother, mm-hmm. our mother in heaven, the blessed mother. And he honored that by taking her home um, on October 7th. That's and I, she too is someone that I lean on and and talk to often and I was only five when she passed away and it's amazing the impact that um, people can have on our lives at even such an early age and one of the um, you had mentioned uh, St. John uh, Newman Mm -hmm. and um, that just that he had lived uh, such a long life and the impact that he had is there anything else that you want to share too, Rachel, about uh, John Newman and just some of his teachings and the readings and some of those that you've maybe had time to reflect on and, and how those have helped you. Well, um, uh, speaking of Catholic media, um, I, I love um, the Word on Fire, and um, uh, Bishop Barron really loves uh, John Henry Newman. Mm-hmm. And um, I listened to one of his, um, it was like a two-part speech that he gave I think in in um, England, in I don't know if it was Oxford or it was one of the places where John Henry Newman was encamped, right? Because he was a I think he was a professor as well as a priest, and um, uh, he was talking about the I think it was the essay of ascent or or I can't I'm I might be messing it up, but it was basically about how we mentally ascent to an idea or we get to a place where we can believe something, right? And and how that changes our actions, right? When, when, it's kind of like when you um, when you decide that you are uh, going to, like when I decided that I, I wanted to go to RCIA and become Catholic, right? So it took me from this place of Protestant, uh, Presbyterianism, kind of evangelical Presbyterianism, um, to a place where I really had to kind of, it was like a paradigm shift, right? Because Presbyterianism is so stripped down and, um, and very, you know, you think of like the early 
America and the clapboard churches and just you go in and everything's white and there's just a cross at the end. And so all of a sudden there was all this beauty, like you said, there was this historical um, Christianity that I didn't have to stop 500 years ago. I could go back 2,000 years. There were early church fathers. There were the desert fathers. Um, and these are things that he found, right? And then also the whole the whole Blessed Mother thing, right? That's a huge thing to get over. Um, and, um, you know, Scott Hahn helped me with that because we were in the same denomination, you know? Wonderful. Yeah. Um, no, it is true. It's just the treasure. And that is something that we were talking about the last hour, too. It's just the treasure that can be unlocked in every moment. Um, and these saints that can help us, us us do just that. You know, one of the saints, too, that I think about, um, St. Therese of Lisieux, mm-hmm. and she is a saint, too, that I know my mother has prayed to, I think, well, actually prays to every day. And, you know, um, she is always one that was telling us to look for how we can help and do special things in little ways every day and talk about a saint that's living in the moment and just um, diving into the treasures that God has for us each and every moment. And it was so, um, uh, it just filled my heart with great joy. I recently started a new uh, marketing job at Chick-fil-A, and wouldn't you know that I uh, when they had sent my laptop over and I, it was already all hooked up and I opened it up and I was cued in to first give a pass, a passcode. And wouldn't you know, there sitting on the computer was a rose right there. And it just filled me with such joy because St. Therese of Lisieux, that is one of the things that she shared with us is that she was going to rain down Um, flowers from heaven. And so there have been different times in my life where I have just um, out of out of nowhere received a rose. And I considered that one of those moments from St. Therese of Lisieux, who was just saying to me, um, you're in the right place. And yeah. If, if you just joined us, you're hearing the voice of Christine Faluco. My name is Steve Splinskowski. We're in studio with Rachel Ross, and this is our pledge drive. Folks, give us a shout, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online, thequestatlanta.com. We're talking about saints, and one of the saints, Rachel, that you mentioned, uh, uh, St. John Cardinal Hen- or St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. Newman. Yes. Um, and one of my favorite prayers is this, the fragrance prayer. If you heard, it's and it's actually, so my, my sister-in-law is part of the Missionaries of Charity, uh, St. Teresa's. Yeah. And so we visit her every week. Our whole family, we travel um, wherever she's at, and we go and visit her for a while. And uh, one of their prayers that they pray very often is this this fragrance prayer. And so I want to I share it with you. It's yes. a beautiful prayer. Okay. So let's put it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And this is a prayer from John Henry Cardinal Newman. Dear Jesus, help me to spread your fragrance everywhere I go. Flood my soul with your spirit and life. Penetrate and possess my whole being so utterly that my life may only be a radiance of yours. Shine through me and be so in me that every soul I come in contact with may feel your presence in my soul. Let them look up and see no longer me, but only Jesus. Stay with me, and then I shall begin to shine as you shine, so to shine as to be a light to others. The light, O Jesus, will all be from you. None of it will be mine. It will be you shining on others through me. Let me thus praise you the way you love best, by shining on those around me. Let me preach you without preaching, not by words, but by my example, by the catching force of the sympathetic influence of what I do. The, evidence full, the evident fullness of the love my heart bears to you. Amen. 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 In the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That is the fragrance so prayer beautiful. by John Henry Cardinal Newman. It's just, I mean, some of these prayers are just so amazing uh, that our saints bring to us. And I want to go back to the quote that you mentioned earlier, because I always get it wrong, too, from uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen. But it's yes. a great quote, because his exact words are amazing. There are not 100 people in the United States who hate the Catholic Church, but there are millions who hate what they wrongly perceive the Catholic Church to be. Thank you for 
fixing it. <laughs> Isn't it just, no, I always get it wrong too. Yep. And I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to look this thing up. <laughs> yeah. It's such no, an amazing quote. It. it is. It's an amazing quote. Yeah, and, I, and I love what you shared too, Rachel, about the fact that, you know, there are a lot of our, our separated brothers and sisters who hate the Catholic Church. They hate what they perceive the Catholic Church to so be. True. But we don't, we don't hate them. We no. just, we're sad that we're separated. Yeah, no, that's, ex- that's exactly true. And it's funny because, so, um, I think about my mom, and then my dad died 12 years later, and he was only 66, and we used to talk about Catholicism a lot. And he um, he never made it over that line, but um, I like to uh, think so much about the fact that my mom. You know how Mary is always leading us to her son, her son. Yes. I like to think that my mom was the one who led me to the Catholic Church, because she got to heaven, saw the fullness of the truth the church militant, the church triumphant, right? The church suffering. And she was like, I'm going to give my daughter this gift. Mm, it's beautiful. You're hearing the voice of Rachel Ross. My name is Steve Splonskowski and still here with Christine Faluco. We're going to step away for a two-minute break at the bottom of the hour, but we're going to need you to call that phone number. Hey, Dom, what's that phone number? Do you have that, have that phone number handy over there, Dom? I think so. I hope this is the right number. It's 470-508-1160. Please call in and also go to the website at thequestatlanta.com. At the top Dom. of the screen, you can see the donate button. Click on that and please donate. Dom is going to take us to a break, but we'll be right back, folks. We need your call. 470 470- 508-1160 or online thequestatlanta.com We will be right back. Hi, this is AJ with The Quest. Did you know that we are on a mission to invite, inform, and inspire listeners like you? We want you to embrace your journey and take one step closer to God by not only listening, but engaging with us. In fact, we could use your help with making this vision a reality. I ask you to prayerfully consider joining us as a missionary to help with volunteer tasks at our studio in Roswell, Georgia. If you feel called to help and would like to learn more, please send us an email at info at thequestatlanta.com. Mass is a miracle that happens every minute of every day. From the rising of the sun to its setting, right now a Mass is being offered somewhere in the world. And in that Mass, simple bread and ordinary wine become Jesus Christ, God Himself. In this miracle, Jesus enters you when you receive communion. If you're not there, this miracle just can't happen to you. So please, meet me at Mass. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. When Father James Keller founded the Christophers in 1945, he chose as our prayer the beautiful words attributed to Francis of Assisi. I'd like to share them with you now. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light, and where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Here at The Quest, we often hear how our programs touch hearts and change lives. Now more than ever, people need to hear the truth and beauty of the Catholic faith. As a 100% listener-supported station, The Quest relies on monthly donations to stay on the air. Please consider making a monthly donation to The Quest and help us continue to provide inspiring Catholic programming. Monthly donors are the lifeblood of the station. Visit thequestatlanta.com to donate. Thank you for your support. A reading from the second letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 14 through 19. We urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, cheer the faint-hearted, support the weak, be patient with all. See that no one returns evil for evil. Rather, always seek what is good, both for each other and for all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In all circumstances give thanks. 
For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. This is The Quest, your Catholic radio station, and we are celebrating saints, heroes for all time. Thank you for your help in this pleasure. I've, it's uh, been a pretty good morning. I'm not going to say it's a great morning yet because I haven't heard your phone call yet. I haven't heard your pledge. Last hour, we raised about $1,500. We do have a $3,000 goal each hour, and this hour, we're at about 245 folks. So I know you're like, well, should I call this hour? Hmm, let me think. Yes, you should. 470-508-1160. Or give online at thequestatlanta.com. Dom, what you got for us? Uh, I just want to mention, don't forget to download the mobile app. That is very important, just in case if, you know, AM 1160, sometimes the reception isn't that great. And getting that app, you can listen to anywhere you want, in the car, even at home, on headphones. It's very easy to listen to. And I want to give a special thank you to Chick-fil-A. They have been donating to us their Chick-fil-A sandwiches in the morning. Just, you know, they're feeding us. Uh, did you uh, did you have a sandwich this morning? I didn't. I, I just you put me to work right away, Dom. You're like Steve. There's here everybody else yeah. has a sandwich. Steve, here's a microphone. I'm like, what? Right, well, hopefully, there's one left for you. <laughs> it's all great. I had one yesterday. They they're amazing. Mm -hmm. So we sure appreciate Chick Fil A and folks. Actually, in a reference to that, actually, maybe you want to make this announcement, Christine. Yes. Uh, well, we'd love to give a be our guest gift card to anyone who is calling in uh, this hour to donate to the Quest. So by calling 470-508-1160 and uh, be our guest gift card, it will be uh, for either a complimentary Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, uh, we've got nuggets, grilled chicken sandwich, or you may even get one of the breakfast gift cards. So give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or if you give online, thequestatlanta.com. This hour, you are going to get a Chick-fil-A Be Our Guest gift card. Also, folks, if you give this hour, and I forgot to mention this, we do have a match this hour. So dollar for dollar match this hour up to $3,000. So the first $3,000 we get this hour is going to be matched. We have raised two forty-five so far, so we need your call at... 470-508-1160, or online, thequestatlanta.com. And I'm going to put it out there again, folks, monthly gift. Would you consider a monthly gift uh, to help give uh, continue to support the quest? Uh, Nicole called in and said, I'll give a monthly gift. So, Nicole, thank you so much. Michael called in and he said, I'll give you a very nice gift. Michael, thank you for that. Uh, let's see, do I have a message from Michael? Uh, he's from Roswell. And also Carmen called in and said, I'll give you a gift. So online uh, actually was a gift from Carmen. And she said, for Rachel, greetings from California. It's a friend of mine on Instagram. I was just in California two weeks ago, Where San Diego. So, cool. so yeah, well, thank you, Carmen, for calling in. And uh, thank you, Carmen. Yeah, awesome. So, folks, you can call in from anywhere and you can listen online. Dom. Uh, and we're still doing that thing with the, the mug, right? That's right. Monthly. So, Yes. So yes, if you uh, pledge monthly, you will receive a Quest mug. It is a nice red color, and of course, you know it, uh, you can put your coffee in it. And also, you will be entered to um, for a chance to win this beautiful artwork called "Presentation of the Lamb" by uh, Sally Kazin. Four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or online thequestatlanta.com. And we are back, and we are here with Rachel, who is enriching us with her stories about uh, her conversion to Catholicism and her communion with the saints, uh, where she is able to join with her mother. And uh, Rachel, um, you have also, um, I know some other stories that you wanted to share with us, and so please. Okay. Um, first, I want to say that um, I was at a chirp with Sally Kazin, so if she's listening, hi Sally, I haven't seen you in a while. And also I wanted to mention about Chick-fil-A, um, they might love this, our family refers to Chick-fil-A as the Lord's Chicken. So whenever we're going to go get Chick-fil-A for dinner, someone says, hey, are we going to get the Lord's Chicken tonight? And because, you know, you can't beat the Lord's Chicken, so shout out to Chick-fil-A. Um, so the story I was going to tell about um, my conversion, and it's funny too because this is another 
oh my gosh, it's just a, another, it's just an, it's another reason, right? It's just one more piece of the puzzle of, of the truth of Catholicism, why it's so beautiful. So when I was 22 and a Christian, I, I wasn't living like one and I became pregnant. And um, the one thing that I did have with my family is that we were very pro-life. And there's a lot of pro-life evangelicals out there, like tons. And so um, I was living at home at the time, like uh, in college half half the time. I ended up dropping out because I couldn't figure out what I wanted to major in. And um, my parents got married when they were 19 and 20. So my parents were young, which is awesome because dying so young, I felt like I at least got a good amount of time with them. Um, and uh, so I got pregnant, uh, told my parents. Um, my mom cried just because, you know, she she wanted me to be married and, and have the whole experience. And it wasn't the way she wanted me to have a baby, but she was not upset with me at all. And what was great is that they were like, you know what? What is it? You get lemons, you make lemonade. They were like, we're having a grandchild. There's going to be a baby in this family. This is just the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And um, my brother was super stoked too. I only have one sibling and he's five years younger. And so he was what, 17, 18. And um, so uh, fast forward nine months. Um, by the way, the this is not a secret. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Everybody who knows me knows about this. The biological father wasn't interested in anything and was willing to pay me to take care of this problem. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, <laughs> since the problem resides in my body, I'm not taking care of it, so see ya. And um, so fast forward, uh, October 23rd, actually his birthday's coming up. Um, he was born, and we I didn't have a name for him, and my I knew I wanted to be biblical. And my mom and I were looking back and forth at each other, and we're shouting out these names and then I and we look at him and together we're like Andrew it's Andrew mm-hmm. and that was it right and what was weird was that I remember um holding him because I ended up having an emergency c-section so I didn't get to see him until he was a day old and I remember when they brought him into me and I looked at him and I just started weeping uncontrollably out of love for this child who was carried in a pregnancy of a lot of confusion. I had a lot of friends and a lot of people say, you're 22, you're a pretty girl, you're a smart girl, you've got your life ahead of you, what on earth are you doing, right? I even had some other relatives, but not my immediate family. And I was like, I always wanted to be a mom. I guess this is is the way it's going to be, right? First time out. And I just... I couldn't stop crying because of how much I loved him. And this beautiful, beautiful, unexpected miracle landed in my lap. And a thought occurred to me while I was holding him. A friend of mine had asked me to talk to a a lady, a young woman who was pregnant with her fourth um, and ask her if I could try to encourage her to have the baby because it would have been a fourth abortion. And um, I'd found out from my friend shortly before I had Andrew, that she aborted the baby. And so while I was holding him, I was thinking of the four precious thing miracles that she didn't get herself the option to love because she didn't have the support. She didn't have the support. And she just, you know, I did. And I'm really grateful. I also had a, a very strong belief that my child was separate from me, even though he happened to be residing within my body for a while. And some people don't. And um, anyway, he was just an amazing gift, an amazing gift. And he set me on a trajectory that I think also helped the with, with Catholicism because I got to go to a March for Life in Washington once when he was three with my parents, and that blew me away. And that's when I really saw like how Catholics come out for life. And that was that was huge. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Rachel. Um, we we had an opportunity the last hour to talk about um, the power of life mm-hmm. and to talk about um, really um, choosing life, you mm-hmm. know. And so um, it, it, it can be a very, very tough 
decision. And you're obviously a very courageous woman to step out and to do that. And that is one of the things that our Catholic faith um, and our saints, you know, really help inspire us to do. And that is to be courageous. Yeah. And often it helps to have somebody go before us. Um, to teach us that courage, and that's exactly what Christ did when he um, stepped out and accepted the cross and went through the passion. And it's often hard in our world today, everybody wants to run from the suffering and escape the pain, and yet um, in your accepting the pain, look at the beauty that you received. Right. Right. Well, it's interesting that you mention suffering. So first I have to give a shout out to my honey, uh, Robert Ross, who's listening, my husband. Um, After I had Andrew Wright, I was praying that God would bring him the perfect dad. And um, we actually met online. We're like, that's that uh, uh, who's got mail or you've got mail movie. Um, And, uh, and this is before like online dating or anything like that. And um, what's really interesting is that so I met Robert and it's hard to be like a young professional man and you meet this woman and she's got like four year old and not a lot of people want to take on that baggage. People would, you know, some people say it that way, but, um, he fell in love with me. He fell in love with Andrew. And what was really beautiful is that when he proposed, he proposed to both of us separately Mm. and, um, he proposed to me and then he gave Andy a signet ring and he asked him if he would let him be his dad. And it was really, really beautiful. And um, I'd had a conversation because remember, I'm not Catholic. And I think about how much it would easier might have been being Catholic going through that and having the saints. Um, and uh, I talked to Andrew because Andrew just had my parents, right? His biological father had been missing the whole time. And um, I said, Andy, you know how mom talks to you about God and how we are adopted as sons and daughters through our belief in Jesus. And this is me talking to a four-year-old, but putting it in as you know, easy terms as I can. I was like, God has brought you a dad who wants to adopt you as his own. And I said, it's like God adopting us as his own so that we can be with him forever. And so, he, you know, I was just like, you know, because he obviously known Robert for a year. We dated for a year, and he's like, and I was like, "Do you want to have your own dad?" Because I know you have your grandpa and you have your uncle. And he's like, "Yeah, I want my own dad." Because at four and a half, he had little friends that had dads, and he would ask me, "Where's mine?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, "God's bringing them." I just uh, received this vision of this little boy just enthusiastically saying yes, mm-hmm. and I have been uh when you were talking what was brought to mind is saint joseph mm-hmm. and how saint joseph uh, in a in a somewhat similar fashion yeah. was really asked um to take mary and yes. to take mary who is now um you know with child with jesus and uh here he is saint joseph this extremely righteous man and he thought, you know, I'm going to quietly slip away. But instead, during the night, uh, the angel Gabriel came to him and said, no, God wants you to basically take, you know, Mary. Mm -hmm. And right now I've been uh, reading the consecration to St. Joseph, and I have been enlightened to how wonderful uh, St. Joseph is in terms of his virtues, in terms of him being a spiritual father for Mm -hmm. us here on earth so it's wonderful for us to have our earthly fathers but also to have our spiritual fathers and um thank you so much rachel for for sharing that that's such a powerful story and we know so many of our listeners who are so um for life and who are so wanting to um encourage others uh to choose life and so we invite you 
to um, call in and support the quest by calling 470-508-1160. We'd love to get those uh, phones ringing. We'd love to um, have you call again in for life and to support the quest so we can continue to talk with you um, about um, some of these tougher subjects. But um, again, it's you mentioned having a community and that's what the quest can be to our listeners is a community. And just a note here, we did get a call in from Linda, who is part of a community. She says support of Christine from Hungry Hearts Prayer Group. I don't know if I... Thank okay. you, Linda. You. Yes, yes. Okay. Hungry Hearts Prayer Group. Oh, well, that's that your, Christine, prayer that's group. your prayer group. Okay, Christine. Sorry, I was Rachel. <laughs> like, Rachel's okay. like, who are you talking about? Yeah, so that's Hungry Hearts Prayer Group. That's a, part, a group that you're part of, Christine. Yes, exactly. Uh, yes, so Hungry Hearts Prayer Group is a, a, a new prayer group that we have started. And uh, it was basically given to me. Um, the Lord was asking us to... Um, come together in prayer, hungry hearts for the Lord. But at the same time, there are so many out there that um, whose hearts are really um, hurting. And so our mission is to come together and to pray for the Lord. And, uh, well, actually pray for those souls. Uh, to the Lord. To the Lord, yeah. yes. Excellent. Folks, uh, we are here to support you, and we're hearing wonderful uh, the wonderful life story here of Rachel mm. Ross. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing You're that. Welcome. I'm inspired by your husband. He's amazing. Um, it's going to make me cry. Uh, but just the, I, that, that beautiful, you know, coming to your son and saying, I would love to be your, your dad. And yeah. first, I'm, I'm very much moved by um, you, Christine, your, your reference to, to St. Joseph. Joseph. It just, um, fathers, you know, if, you're, if really the majority of the problems in the world, gentlemen, yes. are because we haven't stepped up to do our job to be men amen we have not stepped up we have been lazy we have been selfish gentlemen it's time okay it's time for us to step up be the saint joseph in our families be the saint joseph in the world uh i i would like to have my brothers out there you know gentlemen call in in honor of of robert your husband who was a man yes he was a man gentlemen time to be time to be time to man up um, help us continue this work. Um, tell your wives you love them and show your children how to love the Lord. 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160 or online, thequestatlanta.com. This is a great way to uh, bring Jesus to the world and to your children. Um, some of us, I mean, gentlemen, we haven't always been perfect examples. Matter of fact, even when we're trying, we fail. Um, but uh, we need to continue to try. We're not called to be successful, only faithful. So I'm asking you to faithfully, faithfully step out. Give us a call, 470-508-1160, or check us out online at thequestatlanta.com. Yes, and we're here. We're talking with Rachel, uh, and Steve is joining us in the studio of 1160 AM The Quest. And uh, Rachel has been sharing um, a a really um, touching uh, story about her uh, choosing life and her wonderful son Andrew and her husband Robert and uh, Rachel is there a rest of the story yeah so um, Robert and I went on to have two more kids but what's really neat is that um, so uh, according to the law right when you have a baby and you're a single mom or at least it was like this before um, and I had him in Florida um, you have the choice to put a father on the birth certificate or not, right? And so I didn't because he didn't want to be involved. And But he was still legally, right? It's still a legal situation. So so we're married. We just had our, our son together, Benjamin. And um, a week after that, um, and it was really crazy because when Ben was born, Robert, the one thing that Robert wasn't able to fully get right um uh was that loving somebody for just for their sake for the sake of their existence right so when ben was born and put into his hands it was like this little circle had been around us and then it just snapped closed and then he got it he was like and his love for andrew grew even more and you know how you hear moms with their second baby and they're like i'm never gonna love it love it as much as the first right all of a sudden robert's love doubled when he had 
Benjamin. And, um, and then a week after Ben was born, the adoption papers came in, and he was officially the dad of two boys, which was really terrific. And then um, three and a half years later, we had our daughter, Autumn. And um, so uh, my kids are almost 32, 25, and 21. And uh, they're all amazing in their own ways. Um, but talking about praying, praying for people. So one of the unfortunate things that happened um, is that, uh, so Andrew got married about six years ago, and um, Andy and his wife have stepped away from the faith. And so I was really concerned about that because I really wanted to, I really wanted my whole family to be in the faith. We had homeschooled our kids, um, although he chose to go to high school, and you know we had we did a lot of stuff like that, and I was like, wow. So I got involved in this really cool ministry called Praying for Our Prodigals, and I think you can find it online, prayingforourprodigals.com. It was started by this lovely lady whose name is Christine, and she lives in Tennessee. And it's a call-in, and um, so it's it's whatever your time zone you're in, but I think it's 4, four o'clock Tennessee time um, or something like that, 3 o'clock Tennessee time, so it's 4 o'clock ours, and we pray for the, pray the rosary. People call in from all over. And then we mute our phones and you hear people saying, hi, I'm Rachel from Atlanta. I'm Laura from, you know, Maryland or whatever. And then we all pray the rosary together. And before we pray the rosary, Christine lists the names of all the people who we're praying for. And it's a really beautiful thing because what we want is for our kids who have left or our loved ones who have left to come home. And, um, and you feel supported. So that community, right? That's really critical. And then, you know, again, with Catholic media, I just have to say, like, a lot of people have heard of the Hallow app. I love that app because it keeps me praying, and I prayed the St. Therese of Lisieux, um Novena, and I, and I loved that. And she said, I wanted to spend my heaven doing good things on earth, and that's what I'm trying to do. Mm, that's wonderful. Um, and, and thank you for sharing about praying for the prodigals. Gosh, you're giving me an idea. My marketing mind is kicking in here. We need to get her on the quest, Atlanta Catholic Radio, um, so that we can um, hear the mission is to bring more souls uh, to Christ. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what we're looking to do, particularly during this pledge drive. And that's obviously what you are doing, Rachel, with all of your prayers. Yes. And so we're just inviting um, listeners to call in 470-508-1160 so that we can continue to um, enrich lives and to educate and to teach and to inspire. And it wasn't long ago that actually um, helped with put, putting together a survey for the quest. And it was interesting in hearing from the listeners what it is that they really wanted to hear and they what they really valued is they really wanted to be educated. And it's almost like the survey, I could just hear the hungriness that was coming through in the survey. It was like, teach me about the faith. Give me the nuggets that I need so that I can not only enrich um, my own soul and my own being, but then I can go out and share it. And I can, I can have the answers when I am approached by family members or by friends and I can, and I can respond. And it's, that's what people are looking for. And that's what this radio station can do. And especially when we have guests like Rachel on who are sharing their personal stories and the path that they chose, which is, to pray, which is to um, join in community. Mm-hmm. And um, she's sharing about her husband, Robert, who has stepped up. And we were talking about St. Joseph mm-hmm. um, and his example in stepping up and um, taking a really hard path. So, again, Steve has invited uh, the men to step up. And we are, uh, we've got a call going out here to the men that they will uh, call in and uh, help. 470-508-1160, or thequestatlanta.com. Folks, we've got about three minutes left in the hour. We've raised about $745 this hour. We raised 1500 last hour. We're a little off our mark here, folks. We need your help. We do need to raise $3,000 each hour. 
So I'm asking for a short person. You're saying, how tall do I need to be? I don't care how tall you are. All I want you to do is call in and say, how much are you short? I want to be your short person. How much were you short last hour? We were $1,500 short last hour. Will you give us a call? 470-508-1160 or online, thequestatlanta.com. If you can give us $1,500, we'll make last hour's goal. Now, this this hour, I'm still short. Uh, let's see. I three thousand minus seven hundred and forty-five dollars is like twenty-three hundred and something. All right, or just under that. So around twenty-three hundred dollars for this hour. You don't have to give the whole entire amount. You can just call in, give a monthly gift. Guess what? If you give one dollar a day, that's three hundred and sixty dollars a year. All right. Of and course, I, if you want to give the whole amount, please you do. Can. Yes, please right. Do. But I also don't want you to you scare. I, I don't want to scare you and say, "Well, I can't give that amount." Completely so agree. So both end. If you want to give thousand, two thousand, ten thousand. $10. I'm okay with that. But just give us a shout. 470-508-1160. This hour, dollar for dollar match. If you call in, you're going to get a gift certificate from Chick-fil-A or what is it? Catholic chicken? Uh, the Lord's chicken. The Lord's chicken. Be our guest. Uh, a gift card. You're also going to get a mug. If you give that gift card, you're out of reasons not to call. Rachel, why should people call right now? Um, I think that they should call because uh, as Christine was saying, you just get completely informed and uh, you can go out there and you can talk to people about uh, your faith. And I just got to say, I know we got very limited time. So a year ago, I was struck with a chronic pain condition, which I'm still dealing with. And one of the beautiful things about being Catholic that I did not have as a Protestant was understanding the whole concept of the theology of redemptive suffering and using my suffering as a way to pray and unite myself with Christ more deeply, especially for things like my son, Andrew, or those who have gone astray, or the people that I want to bring back to the church who really need Jesus in their lives. And um, that was tremendously beautiful, because without that, I would have thought I was suffering for nothing. What do you give out the number? Uh, yeah, it's 470-508-1160. And you- come on, guys, call in. Or you can give online, thequestatlanta.com. We do have to step away for a break. But Christine, uh, thank you for hosting these last two hours with me. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Steve. It's been wonderful. And one last shout out for those who um, are thinking about donating. Go for it. 470-508-1160. That was Christine Falucco. Thank you so much. And also Rachel Ross. Thank you so much for being Welcome. here. Welcome. Folks, thequestatlanta.com. Help us continue this work. You are listening to AM 1160 WCFO East Point Atlanta, The Quest.